Vernon Campers. Welcome to the Camp Good Boy podcast. <laughs> Back again. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, we got a mean Zaruki in, in the house, in his air-conditioned house. Yeah, yeah. Actually, if they want to know the truth, I had to turn the air conditioning off because it was too noisy. Yeah. yeah, the little behind the scenes for it. <laughs> a little, little secret. Yeah, a little, uh, sometimes we like to pull the curtain back and show <laughs> right. you what goes on behind the magic. Yeah, you got to shut every appliance in your house off yeah. if you're going to be on this show. And I, what, what, what can I say? I'm dedicated to the art. Yeah, and walking is a problem. I mean, but Walking's a problem, yeah. You, I don't know about you guys because I have an indoor AC that like the tube goes through the window and it's like yeah. as, it's like as loud as if you were in like a walk-in cooler like at a restaurant. <laughs> and that's kind of what like I feel like when I'm in, that's why yeah, I can't right, right. I don't know if I can stay in Los Angeles for another the it's like summer here is like August, September, October. I got to get out of here because I basically it's like living I feel trapped. Yeah, well you also you're like so exposed to your apartment. I know. You're just right out in the middle of the It's sun. just getting pelted with sun. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah, but it, it seems to me like you'd be better off with one of those massive fans that are in laundromats. Oh, it's one of those huge, big guys, those huge fans. Yeah, but you know, fan in like a, a ball ass sack, fucking hot oh, day. Man, no, that's it's not just what you like want. it's like um, I don't know. It's, it's gross. like it's, it's disgusting. Just, it's just like a tease. It's just, I'd rather just you know, be it's sweltering. Just, it's reminding you how hot it is. It's yeah, just like. But those fans are massive, and they don't do anything. Yeah, I don't get. Yeah, fan is a fan is a total illusion. Like, it's, yeah, it's pointless. Yeah. Well, it needs, to, it needs to be like constantly blowing right on you for you to feel any sort of coolness. Mm-hmm. And it's you know it's just it's not a good way to live. No. But I can't think of anything more uncomfortable than and you know shout out if like this is what you do if you go to like laundromats but mm-hmm. like. Going to a laundromat on a really hot day, oh. and they have those—they're like, they're like five feet across. Those fans, they're huge, and they're yeah. loud, and they're not really doing anything. And it's like it's just hot. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I yeah. know. And you know what? Speaking of that, I'm having a real problem because um, my in my apartment complex, we got laundry, and it, it runs with quarters. Yeah, me too. But but there's this quarter shortage going on. Yep. Yep. So what the hell? What do we? What, <laughs> yep. do, you, what do you do? Where do you get your quarters? I days? I go to the bank, but they only let you get one roll, as opposed to like the ten rolls that I used to get. Wait, really? but this okay. this could actually cause like a laundry epidemic because <laughs> honestly, my my building just finally got a card swipe, and of course, the first time I used it, there was like all these fraudulent charges on it, so it like probably <laughs> it was like clearly linked to some kind of like wait the first Russian, time you used what? Sorry, the first time I did the card swipe. Oh, oh. All all of a sudden, like something in the card store was clearly linked to some like Ukrainian oh, right. <laughs> like credit card scam because like I had s- suddenly all these things were like purchased in Vegas and stuff like that. But now that they got that sorted out, it is nice. But I, if I was going to go to my laundromat, they have quarters too, and a lot mm. of people use that. So are there just a lot of people walking around, and it's like really hot, so you need to like change your clothes a lot. No, it's bad. People are just like walking around with dirty clothes. I, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I've been going a longer in between laundry runs yeah because when you were there when i was able to get 10 rolls out 10 rolls like that's like charles bronson and death wish no yeah that's a weapon (laughs) it's like really lethal yeah and it's a ton of quarters right so i would i would do laundry all the time but now yeah you really gotta you really gotta extend it i know it's tough and and, you know there's a whole thing of like is it is it okay is it safe to go to a laundromat these days you know what i mean that whole thing 
Oh, because of the, the mm. what did the corona one? That the yeah, virus? We're in a, we're in a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, um, hmm. Yeah, probably. Because they didn't move the I machines mean, I, outside. Did they? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be weird. Yeah, they just, you just, I could, oh man, dude, people with them moving everything outside. That would be insane. It's like, wait, this is too weird. Yeah, indoors can't get a text back <laughs> no, right now. I really can't. But also, you know, it's it, this also isn't good for. So the coin shortage is bad for laundry and uh, arcade games. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. imagine arcades are open. The, the like you putting your hand on like those that greasy joystick. Right. That some kid just coughed all over. <laughs> oh god. Arcades might have a hard time coming back from this. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to recover. Well, this is the thing because once the once the coronavirus. Uh, leaves there's still going to be this this like mental thing of like no that was a no-no place yeah yeah, yeah. like exactly and i don't want to go back to a no-no place yeah i think they're open in like florida or something i was just gonna say well florida i don't i mean they, they were just like coronavirus yeah nah oh i mean yeah they've been yeah they what they shut down for like so they did this one shutdown but then they stayed. I feel like they never. Oh, did bars the are packed. I was looking at a friend of mine in South Florida last night. Bars are packed. Yeah, so for so our football games. They just don't. They don't give a fuck about it. No, and good for them. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. Um, yeah, their governor was just like, yeah, nah. <laughs> I don't think so. Nah. <laughs> How's the pandemic yeah. been for you? I mean, <laughs> what's that? How's the pandemic been for you? I feel like we haven't seen you since that birthday party up at. Uh, the fields. Yeah, yeah, we, we were at a, uh, just so everyone knows, we were at a uh, socially distanced outdoor small gathering, um, just to, you know, clear the air there. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, that was nice, that was nice, and it's been going okay, you know, it's all right, you know, I'm, I'm keeping busy, I'm trying to stay healthy, uh, you know, now dealing with this coin, this coin shortage. This, just, I had yeah. not even yeah, considered yeah. this quarter effort. That's just like the next 2020 thing. And, like, no. and the quarters have bats on them. Did you know that? That was before, oh that was before God. COVID even hit. It was like the 2020 bat has a, I mean, yeah, but that's the, no, I did see that. That's how, that's why 2020 is like this gigantic cosmic prank. I uh, I couldn't find one of the bad. Quarters. Yeah, but no, that's fu- I mean, I'm sorry, that's crazy. Like the the back quarters, and then of course there's a quarter shortage. How like, long does it take to press quarters, though? Like, I don't know. I mean, that's just that just goes to show that that 2020 is a, a god prank. Yeah, I, I mean, I never because yeah, you're not paying with change anywhere, so just yeah, change. Although it's been nice because now when you go to the store, I don't have to worry about change. I hate change. Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, yeah. I mean, I want to just lead in because you're a musician, you're an artist. We're all artists. Um, in some respect, um, mm-hmm. so you've seen this the the, the dog face guy, the guy mm-hmm. who did the Fleetwood Mac video. Yes, yes. On the skateboard, and he's like 2.8 million followers now. He, yeah. I, I couldn't believe somebody showed me a picture from San Francisco, and there's like amongst the portraits of like Tupac and, and Kobe. <laughs> right. It's him with the oh, drinking the ocean spray, right? And wow. like as an artist who's like worked hard, and, and I mean you've been on some amazing projects. You've played in the band Badfinger, like you've. You've, you've, you've worked as an artist and you continue to work as an artist. And like, we put a lot of like work and, and, and I think like real talent and grit into, you know, what we do and, you know, we've accomplished some things and stuff like that. As an artist, how do you feel that somebody literally just like skateboards down a hill with an ocean (laughs) spray, lip syncing a portion of a verse of a Fleetwood Mm. Mac song and gets the like red carpet rolled out and is already like a legend in the world? 
good for him. You know, it it goes to show you can't predict these things. Right. Or are we suckers for like even working hard? Should we just be like, should we just be idiots with our phones doing nothing? And just like, yeah, that's how I spend most of my days already. So, Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he he was a hardworking guy, though. Idaho potato farmer. Mm -hmm. You know, he's got two kids or whatever. That was his thing, though. So maybe, okay, that's an interesting point that he just, he was doing other things and this is kind of karma where we're actually like Mm. pieces of shit (laughs) that are like selfishly motivated to be, you know, well-known creators. But, uh, you know, how do we know that he wasn't at, like, he wasn't actively trying to build, I mean, I know we said last week, like, don't try to make a viral video, Mm -hmm. but if you look through his page, he's been doing this for like a sec. Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. I haven't actually looked into his other... His you know, work. he would post. He would post videos of him dancing and like riding a skateboard and listening to music. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was clearly okay. going for something. But maybe the message is like that's just what you're supposed to do: just be like free and do like dances in grocery stores and like lip sync yeah. to Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, and you get the world <laughs> handed to you. This can't be so. It's not good for quarters. And like art schools, <laughs> yeah, no. But like art schools are, are having a hard time. But we were we were texting last night that it would it would be very 2020 that there's like they they find like all kinds of like corpses under his trailer, <laughs> like like it, after like Fleetwood Mac has already like endorsed this guy, Ocean Spray has like given it like mm. what don't we know about this guy? Hey, everybody's got right. something. Yeah, there's always something. Well, yeah, what's he hiding? Corpses, <laughs> like tons of them, like just like twenty cadavers. Or what? Under. If, you know, it'd be really dark. They're not uh, bodies. He, he like kills dogs. Yeah, some, well, dog face. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and oh, big. you just you go down, and there's the faces of dogs <laughs> under his right. under his trailer. It's oh, just man. like endless, like boxes and boxes of faces of dogs that he's like. Torn there's off. some like really just sinister person out there. On Twitter, for sure. That's trying. That's doing like a deep dive into this guy. Like they want to find something. Yeah, because everybody always wants to pull tear somebody down. Right. There's always someone out there. Totally. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I just find it weird. We said before the mics came on. Like literally, like the things he was doing was nothing that impressive. Mm-hmm. And then he has that one video, and then everybody goes back to look at his old videos, and they they act like it was like so groundbreaking what he was doing. It's like. This guy's just dancing in his yard. Yeah, it's like this uh, fucking genius. It's like, would you have thought it was? Would you have thought it was genius before he went viral? It's so funny how that happens. No, well, it's it's like how when so, when like somebody's a famous person, when you talk to them, one of the things that famous people complain about, or not all of them, but like Robert De Niro, he's like, I can't have a conversation because everyone agrees with everything I say. Yeah, right. So once he got that. Then now everything he does is is perfect because people just associate that it's like why there's a there's a psychological study that like uh, famous uh, men fame makes men more attractive because you're pre-approved right, by yeah. by a by a, a by a people. construct. Somebody said you're the shit, mm-hmm. and so everyone's like, well, he has been already approved as the shit. He must be the shit, mm-hmm. and I want to fuck him. And then so, I'll be the shit. Yeah, and then and then well then I'll be yeah I'll get that whatever that energy is. But mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry I interrupted you. I mean. No, no, I did. Did you? Uh, all right, then I'll just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! Just keep your goddamn mouth shut. Uh, I'm just. I, I'm looking at pictures of this guy now, trying to understand him. It's like he's gonna come out to L.A. He's gonna go to like the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> he's gonna be doing like trashy club appearances, but then like, where does he fit in in the? Or maybe world? he won't. Yeah, like, I, that's the thing. I, I have no. I mean, I don't know, but like, um, I'm. You know what? I'm not overthinking. I'm exploring what the phenomenon. Yeah, no, totally. Because it's insane. Yeah, how somebody just made something so simple, 
that what, so yeah, created what, such a stir. Has, has anyone really like dissected this? Like, what about it caused it to become such a sensation, and how did that happen? I honestly, I think it's just everything about it. It's it's him. It's the tattoo on the back of his head. It's the Fleetwood Mac. It's he's on a highway ramp, so I feel mm-hmm. you feel like he's going to get hit at any moment. Right. It's the cranberry. It's like, whoa, is that ocean spray? Why is he drinking ocean spray? It's literally just. It's he's a never phenomenon. Seen anything like it's it. It's just a phenomenon. And there was we mentioned last week. There's kind of like, a, and people feel this. Like there's kind of a casting your fate to the wind. And there's there is like the Native American symbol. Symbolism with the feather. Yeah. There's something kind of like free. There's a free of a bird kind of. And it's 2020. The whole 2020 thing is just yeah. like, oh, this guy's just like everybody's lives are just shitty. Yeah. And this guy's just like doing his thing and still like and being positive. You know what else I think it might play into? It's like you know, like Gal Gadot can't get a text back with like her Imagine video. And mm. and, and generally speaking, all these celebrities try so hard to be relevant That's with why. the moment. Yeah. And then here's a guy who's literally just like he's not. Skating. He's not trying. He's not trying. And people are just like. Fuck all you celebrities. Fuck you, Mark Ruffalo. This is my guy. It all also goes back into just like online culture and like the, how the YouTube stars are the big stars because mm. those, it's like it's like how actors are kind of force fed down your throat. Like right. this is the actor who's going to be in everything, and you should like this guy. Versus whereas kids now are like, I kind of like this YouTube guy like way better yeah. than this actor that I don't think is that great. Right. I like this guy or like this meme page or this whatever. Yeah. So now it's like, why do I want to look to celebrities for who don't give a fuck about me, right. or they just care about themselves, or I could be into this guy who's just like on a skateboard, like yeah. hanging out, listening to music. I like doing that too. I'm gonna follow well, this it, guy. It, it falls into the theory we've discussed before that 2020 is is going to take a big chunk out of the the value of like celebrity culture. Or what what it means, like. I mean, I'm that, ready for it. Yeah, like that yeah. was, we saw that from the beginning of the pandemic with the Gal Gadot. It was like nobody wanted to hear from, from them. No, not at all. You know? I, yeah, nobody. Right. It's like self serving almost always. Yeah. And they also look like idiots. See, Dogface doesn't look like an idiot. Except when Dogface gets too famous and then he shows up <laughs> oh, in, yeah, in like right. the Mark Ruffalo video. Oh, because he'll be doing Imagine that's on the, the skateboard. Thing, dude. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're going to watch the whole thing happen. It's like, yo, this is our hero right now. And then he's going to become even more famous than all of them. And then, yeah, he's going to be in the next cringe. You know what he's doing that's genius is cameo. Right. Because I bet he's doing those cameos, like, on his skateboard. Like, who wouldn't want to get that cameo from that guy? Right. Oh, yeah. Is he doing that already? He is. Cameo is just a brilliant idea. Whoever came up with that. Well, what's amazing about cameo is, like, you really see with, with famous people that there's no bottom. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like literally i'm sorry like that they're just sitting around like i'm just gonna make a quick 200 bucks right now just by like show like you have it's genius like i mean you don't see benicio del toro on cameo like there are people that have like some integrity but there's yeah. like there's no bottom to what these people will do <laughs> to exploit their 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 but that's perfect for dog face yeah i mean that's just perfect for him to do yeah totally I just, I think there's a, I think that there's a chapter. I think there's a dark, I think there's dog faces beneath his trailer. There might be. <laughs> hey, look, everybody's got something. Although they tried to, you said last week they tried to cancel him because he was, he's rapping. He, he rapped a song that had, you know, bad words in it. Those people that try to cancel him for that, like, mm. you, you guys got to, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. Wait, speaking of, uh, like, while we're on the topic of, like, celebrities and how annoying they are, like. And I'll ask you, I mean, like, do you, I, I personally don't like listening to, f- like, famous people or artists or musicians talk about 
art and their thing. Mm-hmm. It, I find it very cringy. Like listening to Adam Levine on Stern, like talk about music. Because like they'll because when I listen to like a guitar player, I'm like, oh man, I love his guitar. It's like such a clean like sound. When you some of these like celebrities or musicians talk about music, they're like, no, no, he doesn't play guitar. He fucks his guitar. Oh god. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, oh, all right, okay, I guess so. He makes love to his guitar. Yeah. He makes his right. guitar fucking moan. I can't stand it. Ew. <laughs> like, mommy, do you like do you like listening to musicians talk about music? Uh, some of them. I, I like you know. I like learning about how things uh, have come to be. I guess. Yeah. Like right. Story behind them. But you know, it, almost inevitably, it's like if it's a guitar player, they're like or songwriter, they're like sitting there with their guitar and they do the thing or they talk about it and they sing a line and then they have to play it you know what i mean it's like it's that formula of like that and you know, that can get old right um but yeah it, it just it depends it depends how like obsessed i am with the particular artist and how much i need to be doing this deep dive mm-hmm. yeah no and, like, like i understand learning about the, yeah like learning about the backstory of his song is cool but I, I, I just don't like listening to artists talk about art. You know what? I don't either. <laughs> I, I, I think don't they're care. Ar- there's an arrogance and a pompousness to the way they answer questions. One, that one of the things, crazy. One of, I'm never interested. Like, if I like a song, I like a song. I'll check out the, the album if I like the album. But never once have I been like, oh, I'm really glad that this was motivated by his feelings on the uh, situation in Darfur at the time. You know what I mean? And, and like, <laughs> yeah, right. it was, it, you know, I, and I actually don't really believe I feel and that what, that's what I hate the most about the art world is that and it's like not just about the viewer, because I just like to go look at art. I don't need to know what's behind it. I, I just connect with the image It's mm. like the pressure that an artist has from an art audience or from the from the mainstream art world to somehow describe what it was. And it like all has to have like a, a meaning. It's like yeah. who started yeah. who started that rule? <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Like, no, uh, okay, sure. th- well, and then maybe it's like, well, maybe because it's just a scam, and it's like, well, maybe that element of the art world is a scam, because mm. you're scamming people into believing, into buying into this thing, when really it is just enough to connect with an image and to love the beauty and the mystery of, like, creativity and, like, what somebody's, what somebody's channeling. I also think it also sucks when somebody really wants to, like, one-up, like, if, like, you have an interpretation of something and they're like, that's not what it is, though. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, like, yeah, I was talking about the film The Thin Red Line. It's a Terrence Malick film, and I was like, I don't know, man. I just, it didn't really connect with me, and, and this kid was like, well, it's a poem of war. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I was boy. like, you're, you're a bag oh, of douche. Oh, God. A poem of war. Get the fuck out of here. That, no, that's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, where do you even come up with that? I know. Oh, Jesus. Like, it's like, might, it was back when the IMD chat boards were, <laughs> were still open. Oh, man. Oh, rest in peace to those things. It, but it's like, uh, getting, I, I, it's like getting into a conversation with someone at like, the new Beverly about a movie. Mm. I just want to go see the movie and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's something... At, when Adam Levine was on Stern, I mean, and he, he, look, he, Adam Levine might know a lot about music. Yeah. Clearly he does. Just the way that he was talking about some of these things. He's like with Stevie Ray Vaughan. He's like, uh, when you listen to his music, it's, it's like God just walked into the room. No, it isn't. It's like, all right. I mean, <laughs> if, if God was like an annoying blues musician <laughs> from the 90s. 
I'm sorry. I, listen, we're friends with a lot of musicians. I mean, you're, you're a musician. All our musician friends. Never once have I gone over to any of my musician friends, and they've been like, dude, Stevie Ray, let's throw it on right now. Vibe. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Well, you know, I think for me it was like when I was like, you know, 14. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Into that. You were whoa by Stevie Ray Bond? Yeah. Mm. The only time I was... That's, God, I'm sorry, that's me like learning guitar. You know what I mean? But then I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Now, now I'm looking for something more than just like... You were li- that's, that's how you got into Steve Vai? <laughs> <laughs> I never fully went down that route, thank goodness. No, but like the, the most interesting thing I ever read about Stevie Ray Vaughan was that he used to put cocaine in his headband before he did, did shows. Oh, that's cool. And he would oh, put maybe it, well, it is kind of he, a god move. Because he had the big, like, layered headband, so he'd, like, put it in different, and as he would sweat through, more and more cocaine would seep into his forehead. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Ah, okay. That's kind of genius. That's, yeah. kind of a god, that's kind of god status. Yeah. That's a good move. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 look, he's a great guitar. I'm not saying he's a shitty guitar player. I just... I just hate. I don't know these 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 people when they talk about art, they get so dramatic about it. Yeah, and the, their descriptions are just so like pompous. I think. Right. Uh, it's like, all right, dude, settle down. I just, I, I agree. I don't know why you need. No, I mean, I guess you talk about things that you're interested in. No, but, I, I mean, of course. But yeah. no, but the the artists sometimes I feel like they contrive a meaning for what it was that they did. Where you're just like, bro, I just like picked up my guitar. This is what happens when I create something. I sit down. I'm like thinking about something. All of a sudden, that can next to another thing and next thing i know i've like i've made something well yeah somebody and has- it feels good and it's like whoa and you surprise yourself i lo- think i like about art is when i surprise myself i'm like yeah. whoa that's really cool and now i'm a douchebag talking about my creative process <laughs> well no because you're like yeah exactly because you're like <laughs> where that was that exist that didn't exist like where in your brain was that mm-hmm. or was it even in your brain or was it like up in the cosmos and it just kind of like skydive skydove down into your brain and got yeah. It's like somebody asked me like how what I'm thinking about when I come up with like a meme and I'm just like I don't know it just kind of fucking comes to me. Yeah. I mean that's it. I don't know. I'm sorry that's not an animal being answer. <laughs> which which you're doing. I'm really I'm constantly impressed by by the way. Oh, thanks. And you're uh, and not just the quality but the output. I mean, you know, it's it's impressive. You're just, I love it. It's all I do all day. Well, <laughs> that's why they that's why they call him a meme lord, a lord. No, but it's true. It's really like where where did that idea come from? Right. Were these ideas already in there, or, and you just saw something that like sent it from the bottom of your brain to like the top? Like who, yeah. who even knows? No, so what, I mean, you've heard like Neil Young musicians talk about this. You know, this like this channel from God just opens up, and you don't know where it comes from, and there it is, all of a sudden, and you're you're just the conduit. But like you know, I don't want my I don't want my memes to make you laugh. I want them to fuck your face. Oh, I want them God. to fuck you and just fuck you and just keep fucking you and fucking you. I want them to fuck your whole family. Oh, That's of legal age, of course. Yeah, come on. I don't know. I mean, it goes back to describing things that are punk rock. Oh yeah, that that's art, another, that isn't, that isn't that's punk rock thing. Music. I had. Do you do you ever drop that? I mean, you're like, God, that's so fucking punk rock. So punk rock, yeah. That is. <laughs> so, so there's that, or you know, it's so metal. It's so metal. Wait, do people describe things that aren't heavy metal music as metal? Yeah, things that are like badass or like dark. I guess. Wow! I, I, wow! I, Dude, <laughs> I, I've yeah, never heard that. That shit. That's so baroque. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'll be like, "Yeah, that guy's vibes Canadian as fuck," <laughs> but it's usually like a diss. It's not like like punk rock is usually like a compliment. 
I usually is. Yeah. Mine are you? Or it's like yo, that shit's fucking Florida vibes. It's, that's so <laughs> yeah, <right>. FL. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, mean, did you watch that uh, Chicago Seven movie? No, I'm actually excited to check it out though. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty like powerful kind of. It's, it's punk rock. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, kind of. It's a little bit. <laughs> But the problem is, so Sasha Baron Cohen's really good in it, but mm. it feels like a, char- a character on the show because <laughs> he plays Abby Hoffman. He's got the big hair and the Boston accent and the, the uh, American flag button down. Mm. And it's like, wait, is this an episode of Who is America? Because <laughs> yeah. it feels totally like that. Right. But how, how, is his, how is his Boston accent? Uh, you would probably be able to, you'll probably know better than I would. I mean, it's, it's kind of like your generic movie Boston accent. Right. They're usually pretty bad, but I'll... Uh... I'll, th- I'll take a look. I'll take a listen. The only problem is not enough, mu- like, not a good soundtrack. There's really, like, no music except for, like, the score. It doesn't wow. have, uh, it doesn't have uh, Fortunate Son in it. <laughs> no. Or, like, a, like a <laughs> Buffalo Springfield song. There right. really aren't any of it. Uh, right. it, it, it it's a Netflix budget. You know, they can't really do it. Well, that's the thing. Because Aaron Sorkin directed it, and I don't think he's a very good director. Mm-hmm. Um but he like Aaron, they, if you're listening, he doesn't mean it. <laughs> I mean, he's like one of the best writers ever. But he's like pretty he, punk rock. But no, the directing, his directing is just kind of like if if there had been a better director, like I feel like if like David Fincher had directed it, because it, it is like a, you mean like how they collaborated on the social, yeah, network. and fucking knocked it out of the park. Because yeah. there is like a it's a it's a it's a pretty like tense movie kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, David Fincher just like you know his camera just like. It he just f- it just punches you and punches you constantly, yeah. constantly. He f- he fucks the audience <laughs> with his camera work. You know, uh, you know what is pretty punk rock that I just watched though. What's that? Is, uh, Who be Halloween? Oh wait, I, I've been meaning to watch the Adam Sandler Halloween movie. Oh, I saw a billboard for that. Is it just completely bonkers? <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> Pretty bonkers. Pretty bonkers. <laughs> you know what? That is punk rock. Hubie Halloween. Well, his whole yeah. his whole canon of Netflix films are pretty punk rock. They kind of are because they don't give a fuck. Yeah, at all. Yeah, that's like one take. Let's move on. They're like yeah. Sinatra. Did you movies. see Sandy Wexler? Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> I'm, it's I pretty enjoyed, punk rock. Uh, um, it's you know it's like over just for even for nostalgic purposes. There's a lot of like he references his own older movies. There's a lot of references. Self-referential stuff in this one. Oh, like it, that's so meta. Oh wait, like yeah, what? Like what does he do? It's okay. You can spoil it for me. It's okay. <laughs> well, there's you know there's characters like the O'Doyles are in it. Oh um, no, they're back uh, from the dead. Are they zombies? <laughs> there's there's some O'Doyle uh, kids doing some stuff. Uh, different characters. Then Stiller's in it. I mean, there's you know there's just some stuff going on. There's some references. And to other movies and stuff, it's it seems punk rock, you know, because he's just like having fun, just having fun. Toll Booth Willie, uh, that'd be good. I, that first album, Adam Sandler album, was kind of punk rock. Yeah, that, that thing was. was <laughs> yeah, right. We'll have to get him on Hubie. Crazy, too. crazy pickle face. Wait, what else was on that? Oh, they're all gonna laugh at you. But that was them spoofing Mommy Dearest, right? No, is it? It, it was. Or yeah, Carrie, yeah, yeah, Carrie, Carrie. It's pretty punk. How punk rock do you feel uh, with the, the Beach Boys playing at this MAGA fundraiser? Yeah, what? Well, what the fuck? Oh, um, they, you know, I just heard about that, and. Um, I haven't looked into it. I, you know, it's a little uh, upsetting <clears throat> because that's happening this week. And next weekend, I'm actually going to see them from my car, a concert in my car. Yeah, you, that's you, the you know, now, are you gonna, you're, there's gonna, you're gonna wear a MAGA hat. 
<laughs> yeah, I was thinking of getting a couple and just like just in case, you know. Yeah. I mean, Mike Love looks oh, like a he, Palm Beach Republican. Well, they're from Orange County. Like, it's, oh, not, yeah. it's no surprise. And also, they were never these big, like, hippie guys. Like, they were pretty right. just, like, except for Except for uh, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Dennis. Yeah, Dennis, is a, Dennis isn't playing at any Trump rallies. <laughs> no. Yeah. He, um... He, you know, Dennis was Dennis was was hippie. I mean, he was the big tied in with Manson. And then, and I mean, br- I'm sure Brian Wilson wasn't like a Nixon guy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure he. But it's. I feel like they just lost their entire like East Side Pet Sounds uh, thing. Oh, one second. One second. Hey, one second. I mean, we just got to. Uh... We still got our sponsor. <laughs> uh, Pachamama has stood by this as they've stood by us through thick and thin, through thick and thin, and we continue to stand by them. And once you go Pachamama, you, don't you go just go. You don't go back. It's, it gives you chill. Like I love just uh, in, the, in the evening, just like in a nice fat tincture. That's what happens when it's triple lab tested and clean label certified, dude. Triple lab, not single, not no. double, three, triple. Three is a magic number. Three labs. Yeah. You're running it through. Th- yeah, three is the magic number. Three labs, ladies and gentlemen. Traditionally three. extracted using CO2 or ethanol. That's what CBD usually is done. This yeah. one, no. No, no, no thank not you. This one. I don't they use proprietary heated air extraction method that doesn't use any chemicals and takes only two seconds. Well, it's crazy. Once you get onto the purity of CBD, like I looked at the ingredients of the old CBD and I was like, this, like um, ethanol, what is this, meth? Like <laughs> yeah. this is like Walter White shit. This is like, yeah, totally. uh, no, Pachamama is like. Single origin, one farm, one. Family of plants in Colorado. Yeah. Come on. I just, I, I love everything. Three three labs, one farm, boom. That's math. <laughs> two <I> seconds. Yeah. <laughs> three, two, one. Uh, yeah, so instead of artificially flavoring the, our, their tinctures, they pair them with nutrient-rich superfoods. And yeah, get on this, everybody. Yeah, uh, get on it Especially now. if the world starts getting even crazier. Yeah, you're going to want to have a big, and by the way, that's why you're going to want to have a big stash of Pachamama. And so, Phil, why don't you tell them where they're going to go to get that, uh, go to that fine CBD? EnjoyPachamama.com. That's enjoy, P is in Paul, A C H A M A M A.com. Type in Camp 15. Camp 15. At, at checkout, get that 15%. 15%. It's a lot. <laughs> Got to take you into the fall. It's and a then, lot. And then we're going to keep doing the ads. Got to take you into the winter. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be good. All right. Let's get All back right. to the show. Okay. So um, anyways, yeah, I feel like they'd lost their whole um, East Side Pet Sounds uh, yeah, wow. cache. That's what sucks about the world today is that that will happen. Yeah. It's like, but that, that doesn't change anything about them. Cause so, but career. no, but somebody's definitely posted, like, I can't even listen to Pet Sounds anymore. Jesus Christ. All right. Are we gonna, like, people are, like, burning their Pet Sounds up, like, smashing them in the street. Well, first of all, this has been going on for a while. This isn't a new thing where he likes Trump. Oh, Mike They're, Love? Yeah. Okay. Him, and, him and Bruce Johnson, are that faction who tour as the Beach Boys name, tend to have this Republican-leaning thing going on. Whereas Brian Wilson and that whole side of it is not is the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Is it Al Jardine or Hardin? Yeah, Al Jardine is plays with uh, the Brian Wilson. Okay, side. Al Jardine's probably like a, he's probably like he's probably like a libertarian. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. then, so it's like two factions. So like the Mike Love, they do like the MAGA shows, and then Brian Wilson does like the the more like the more liberal shows. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think he really gets that political, but. Um, but yeah, if you have to say that, yeah. So yeah. wait, so Mike Love, it's just Mike Love and who's the other guy doing the MAGA show? 
uh, MAGA love. <laughs> MAGA Mike. MAGA, MAGA, oh, he, Ma- MAGA Mike. And didn't he used to rock like those like uh, USS hats? Yeah, he kind of have those like with like a ship. And then he was yeah. also he also wears like the Boston douchebag cap. Oh right, yeah, <laughs> you, you know those caps. Yeah, yeah like. he, he's like a Kangol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's gone he's gone through all sorts of fashion phases. You know, there was a point in the seventies he was like wearing like guru outfits and with a beard and everything. You know, and he's and he's still like a supporter of transcendental meditation and is like uh, very uh, there much. He's very much for peace and all this stuff, but then he will do stuff like that. So it's, yeah. it's very confusing. I love that dynamic of Mike Love just hating pet sounds. You know what it is, though? I think some of these older guys, it's one of these, sometimes these older guys, it's not about that they're not about peace and love. They're about their their ideal of America, mm-hmm. of what America is. Right, right. And it's like, to them, America is like, it's my country, the home of the free, land of the brave. Yeah. I'm going to protect that at all rights, the, the United States Constitution. That's the... It, it's it's not just like oh I love Trump but it's like that is their their version of America, which is actually kind of the version of America when well, you when you really think about it. Well, the, I mean, that is the real America. Yeah, yeah. That was the like problem the constitutional, with constitutional. That know. was the problem with Abby Hoffman is that and not to spoil too much, but there's a great because uh, Eddie Redmayne's in it mm-hmm. in the Chicago Seven movie. He's actually pretty good, but he kind of plays more of like the liberal, like the Kennedy liberal. Yeah. Whereas Abby Hoffman plays like the Bernie liberal. He's right. like super, I mean, he's a fucking total hippie. Yeah. And the guy was like, you're the reason that that like we'll never win like a future, like America will never go forward the way like you see it. Because it's, right. it's Abby Hoffman and a bunch of fucking hippies. Yeah. Who takes hippies seriously? No, totally. It's like, it's like if Dennis Wilson. Was like well, no, it's, it's too, like it's too radical. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not about like Democrat or Republican. It's 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 alt right and radical. That's mm. kind of like. That's it's why Bernie the, the probably never would have won. Flying all over the place right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. I had a dream. I'll run this past you because you're a musician. Um, I had a dream last night that I wrote this song, and it's uh, it's like it's like. I'm a man, I'm a man, I'm a fucking man, I'm a man, I'm a million dollar man, I'm a man, I'm a man, I'm a fucking man, I'm a man. Is that is that a is that original or did I is that like a is that like a uh, I don't know Stu, weird Stooges song? <laughs> I think you I think you've maybe like combined a few things together. Yeah. Um, but I really love that term. I'm a million dollar man. I I, I mean. Well, just singing that, like, good. Song, yeah. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm a fucking That might need man. to be the new podcast. Oh, and theme. then, um, and then, uh, and then in the second verse, and I went in, I went, went into this chapel, and I actually don't know. I think it was like you were in an amalgamation of somebody else that that we know. But then there was this um, Asian guy that was kind of wearing like one of those Mike Love USS hats, those mm. that like sometimes Spielberg wears when he directs. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> I did the second verse, and I was like, "It's insane! It's insane! Ooh. It's so fucking insane!" And he goes, "No, dude, why did you go?" He's like, "The chorus is I'm a." Man, hey, why did you do that? And then I like woke up like covered in sweat. But like, uh, you wrote you wrote the lyrics down. Yeah, I you know it was like right out of a dream, and I was in a haunted. It was like a haunted Airbnb in France, and it was like hmm. witch witchcraft, and like you couldn't leave, and even if you did, like 
as soon as you'd leave all your to even try and get an Uber, like all your credit cards and everything was canceled. Like you were you're oh, basically stuck in this. So it's, I feel Jeez. like I, I feel like I like dreamt like a, a horror movie and a hit song like in the same dream. That's a good backstory for what that song is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. When I when I get interviewed about it. Yeah. Exactly. I'm a man. Wow, it's gonna be stuck in my head all day. <laughs> right. It's a good one. I, yeah. But yeah, like what? Who would you know, the Stooges is perfect. That's exactly mm-hmm. who would sing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nailed it. I'm fucking man, I'm a man. I'm a million dollar man. It's totally an angel's Uh, holiday. It 100% is. Yeah. You can look them up on uh, Spotify. Spotify. (laughs) Great, great, great American band, Angel's Holiday. Great band, yeah. You you guys got to check them out. Speaking of bands, uh, there's a band that plays up at the COVID testing site at Dodger Stadium now. Really? Yeah. It's like a music music festival up there now. Is it it like, um, I feel like they're going to start booking ads. It's going to be like Creedence Clearwater um, Revival. Revisited? It's like like one guy that isn't. Uh, Dan Fogelberg or whatever, and it's like he's just oh, John- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, tell me more about this. What is the band? It was it, it was uh, three three like older guys, and then the guitar player singer was this big, really kind of like heavy set, uh, just like Wook, mm-hmm. and they were they were kind of like jamming. I was like, oh, this is sick. And the, the sign says like. Crack your window open three inches to like enjoy the music, and I forget what their name was, but I mean they were ripping up. Yeah, there. Mick, uh, Danny and the Droplets. <laughs> 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 yeah, the are COVID nineteeners. Yeah, the the uh, the masked uh, the masked bandits. <laughs> Did they um were they in masks? Oh yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I almost had a full Karen moment up at those times because you're waiting in your car. Yeah. And the guy's looking <laughs> out. I don't have my mask on because I'm in my car, and the guy's like. Mask on. I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah. I mean, okay, I'll put it on because I mean, this is a, it's odd. it's kind of like a dramatic situation up there with all the tents and the tests and everything. But like, yeah, I was like, dude. Oh my god. I'm in my car. Like, what? What the fuck do you want me how to long, do? How long? How long did it take you this time? How long did what? The whole. Oh, process oh, it, there's no wait up there anymore. You you fly in and out. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's what I thought. I've gone a few times, and the first time took like. An hour. Second time took ten minutes, and then I went kind of recently again, and it was like forty-five minutes. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe more. I guess it. Um, I guess it just varies. Like I, I've the past two times I've I've been in and out, and hey, six or six. Oh wow, really? I've had six negative tests. Okay, yeah, I'm three for three. <laughs> It's to the point where now getting a COVID test is something that it's like, so what am I going to do this week? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to get a COVID test. I, yeah. I, I find it to be an, an enjoyable yeah. errand. Yeah. Because now that you got a band up there, it's like, oh, I'm going to go catch the second set of uh, the negative tests. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's totally what they are. <laughs> when the droplets fall. Yeah. From your nose. <laughs> and the wind blows them into another person's nose. <laughs> No, they were they were they were ripping up there. They, the one dude, the lead singer, had a tie-dyed shirt and tie-dyed shoes, uh, and I think he had a tie-dyed mask. You know, I saw Wayne, uh, the Flaming Lips, did a show, and they were all oh, in yeah. they were all in bubbles, and every audience member was in a bubble, uh, like the bubble we had in the complicated scene. I video. mean, that's what they do, but I guess they're like, just let's make this a bigger part. Have they done that before? Well, that's what he does. Oh, right. He gets in a bubble he and he goes. Everyone is in one. Right. Ah. Hmm. But uh, I'm, I'm like, yeah, like it's like I'm gonna get you suck. How do they go to the bathroom with all that thing on? Do you just because <laughs> right. because you got other people around, so it's kind of hard to maneuver through. I guess it's kind of like a 
we're gonna do the show like don't there's no do you just go to the bathroom in the bubble yeah maybe yeah the Flaming Lips, I've never really gotten into them. They strike me as one of those bands where you wouldn't get, want to get into he, a conversation he, with somebody talking about the Flaming Lips. He turns me the wrong way. What's his name? Wayne Coyne. Wayne Coyne. I know he's very talented. I don't like any of their music. I, I'm open to liking it, but mm. I just don't. He, he annoys me. I can't even put, I can't put my, I mean, I can put my finger on it. I just think, think he's a jackass. <laughs> I mean, do you like them? I like, yeah, I like them okay. I'm not like a huge fan. Like, I don't, I don't know everything, but there's some stuff I know and I... I enjoy. I think it's like some of it. Some of it to me is like, oh, I like the way it's recorded or it sounds too. You know that that's like a part of it for me. I mean, apparently their shows are cool. are amazing, but they're the type of band where if you talk to somebody, they'd be like, the Flaming Lips. They don't make music, right? They make and they don't even make art. They make like it's an audio painting, f- god fucking music. Oh. <laughs> right, yeah, it's an right. audio painting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wayne Coyne reminds me of a guy who oh, right, my, right. Wayne, Wayne Coyne reminds me of a guy who isn't a rock star who dresses like a rock star. <laughs> but not, but not in like a Sunset Strip, dyed no, black hair kind of. Yeah, way. kind of like you might meet him like a like a commercial like an advertising exec who oh, like who yeah. kind of dresses like rock and roll. He really, yeah. That, oh, he hundred yeah, percent. And, and like kind of has like scarfed up with like paisley scarves and stuff, and you're yeah. just like. Dude, did you meet fucking? Did you meet the guy from like the, the ad agency <laughs> or like a cool Wait like a cool meet. guy Hollywood exec that yeah. we both know? That, that, I know exactly who you're star. talking about. Yeah, what are you also? He, he's like, oh, dude, and, and he's the one who's always like, it's so fucking rock and roll, dude. Oh, my. these guys. Yo, I met these writers today. They're so fucking punk rock. He also looks like yeah. somebody that uh, Mark Ruffalo is going to play in the Flaming Lips yeah. Oh yeah, well, he does have. A, he is a little Ruffalo-y. <laughs> Ruffalo <laughs> plays the uh, Wayne Coin. Like, I I, uh, I have no problem with Mark Ruffalo. Oh, you like Mark Ruffalo? Yeah, I mean, well, I, 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 have no, I have no problem with him. Yeah. I, I don't really. I, I finally watched uh, You Can Count on Me. <sighs> and great movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah. I didn't know Scorsese produced it. Uh, neither did I. I saw his name. I'm like, ah, yeah. Great, um, great movie. But I don't. I'm not. A, uh, he's been all. Uh, he's been all over those COVID celebrity videos. Yeah. It's like, come on, dude. Mm. Rough and roll. <laughs> Wait, you were gonna say something from your notes? Oh yeah, the the supermarket sweep uh, is uh. dropping, and I feel like it's kind of like untimely, and I feel like it's gonna like it like kind of like glorifies looting. <laughs> yeah, right. wow, it really does. Interesting. Yeah, it's, they it's are totally, totally looting. <laughs> that show it's like a it's like a supermarket show of looting. <laughs> it's like let's it. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like taking away from this moment a little bit. And are they? Are they wearing? Do they have to like keep distance? <laughs> is it like basically like what the supermarket experience is like in well, COVID? It, I mean, that's the other thing is it's like the idea of only being the, the only person in a supermarket. I mean, I, I I see the wish fulfillment, right? But I just feel like it's like it's almost like why don't we have a show of like lighting buildings on fire? Or like it just mm. feels kind of like not of this moment. Yeah, I was wondering if it's it, was it filmed before shot before COVID or are they doing it now somehow? I think it was shot before COVID because I heard about it early on in COVID, so they must have shot it like maybe end of last year, early twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, now the loot, yeah. the looting version, neighborhood sweep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, God, that show was amazing. The the nineties version of mm-hmm. Supermarket Sweep. That guy and his it, it, his pants that like. They were baggy in the hips and then, like, got... Like, oh, like, he had, he had, like, the, those Zeev Cavarici cuts. <laughs> and those sweaters, he was great. Yeah. 
it's funny because like I did notice that it was kind of having a bit of a resurgence because it's on Netflix and stuff and it's you know and all that and so I guess they're um, they were kind of preparing preparing for this new one. I I don't love the the new host. I don't Leslie Jones. She was on SNL. Mm-hmm. I just I don't th- personally think she's that funny. But um, it's an it's a genius concept. Yeah. And it, I, as a kid, when when the people would win the amount of money, as a kid, that when somebody on a game show wins like three grand, you think that they're like oh fucking Warren oh, Buff- yeah. Warren Buffett. <laughs> now you look at it as an adult, it's like oh man, it's, it's two stimulus checks. Yeah, <laughs> that's not that much. <laughs> Yeah, but you know how half of that goes to taxes, though. Half of that goes to taxes. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I always hate it. You know, like when I would, like, you talk about the lottery or like when, yeah, you're a kid, then somebody, <laughs> some adult always cock blocks yeah. that dream. Exactly. It's yeah. like, well, yeah, I mean, most of that goes to taxes. It's just like, oh, all right. I guess <laughs> just, I'm just. Great, thanks. thanks. Have you ever met somebody that made a lot of money on a game show? Um, no, only that Elijah, who's on the podcast a lot, was the was last uh, guest yeah. on Price is Right. Right, right. With, with Bob Barker. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, um, that's cool. I, I, mean, I went, I tried to go on it once. I mean, I was there. I got, I got in, but. Supermarket I Sweeper. I wasn't chosen. Uh, Price is Right? On Price is Right, yeah, yeah. I was, I was in the audience. Yeah. Um, have was, you ever done that? You guys ever done that? No, there was someone who was trying to go, and I hate waiting in lines. Yeah. Oh, my God, me too. It, it is one of my least favorite things, but yeah, I had to do it. You know, one day I was just like, I'm going to do this, and I went, and it, it was worth it. it was, the experience was worth it. One of my early bits as a kid was when I would do the impression of older people reacting to when Bob Barker got called out. Oh, yeah. Because they, they would go fucking insane. Like, I remember yeah. I was watching that show one time, and it was like the crowd was lined with, like, really older, like, elderly people, and how quickly they got up out of their seat when Bob Parker was announced to come into the yeah. studio. I was like, holy shit. And how many, like, like the stones just came how in. How many, like, back injuries that must have caused. <laughs> yeah, he, he was like the Beatles of the geriatric set of the late 80s, early 90s. George from daytime TV, for sure. Yeah. When he would come out with that skinny mic... Oh, oh, dude, man. that skinny mic was like, <laughs> that oh, yeah. thing was fucking, that thing was sexy. <laughs> yeah, the, I wonder who owns that. I mean, he probably has it, but I bet there's some like, there's probably some like rapper out there who like has the original microphone yeah, or something. I could, yeah, I could see like, um, I could see like, um, uh, who's the guy from Cash Money? Uh, who's got the tattoos? All, uh, the, oh, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. I could see him like with like lean in one hand and that, <laughs> yeah. like a styrofoam cup of lean in one hand and like that in the other. That mic was great. And it seems like almost like he kind of had the uh, the patent on that because isn't it strange? I mean, I never saw anybody else have that mic. Well, like I, Dan, I never saw Dan Rather like <laughs> on location in, in Iraq holding that mic. Well, also, it'd be hilarious to watch someone because how... It's so thin. Like, if you sung it, sang into it, yeah. like, I, I, that can't be good audio. Well, there it was also just something about it. It was like he was holding a martini glass. It kind of, like, <laughs> it like leaned into his his whole kind of, like, vibe. Oh, man. Those 80s and 90s game shows, were they were just in the pocket back then. Yeah. Like, oh my God. supermarket sweep. And, and I always, because the, the things he wanted was to go for, like, meat. Mm-hmm. Like, load up on meat, detergent. Uh, what were some of the other, like, big... Big ticket items. Yeah, I can't even remember, but uh, yeah, I gotta watch that. I wonder. I want to see how they've like changed it. Right. Because that show was this thing. Was the best. 
Yeah. Yeah. Is it the same layout? Was it always the same layout in every episode? I was. I. I don't remember. Uh, like the yeah. same supermarket. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm you sure. like study the show and like no, you know what I mean? Like no, or do they move stuff around? I think it was the same. I mean, it was. Probably, I don't think they were doing like a Ralph's on Sunset. I think it was at like right. Warner Brothers. But. Rock and roll Ralph's. But you know, <laughs> I. Uh, it would be kind of fun though to do a looting show <laughs> where like you first like the you got your outside and like the store is boarded up mm-hmm. and like you go and like you have to go find like the the crowbar or something and you like rip it off and then you smash in the window and you have to get stuff before the police come and ah. then, like you lose points if like if they. I'm in like a rest you and you have and like you go and get like it's like supermarket sweep but you get you do get points for like the more valuable stuff you get in the neighborhood like there's like a Patagonia and you don't know what store is what's like it's everything's boarded up so like you might get the Gucci there's like the (laughs) Gucci store the blah 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 and like you all the contestants go in and you you know it's just like trial and error it's like yo I got the Gucci and you and you go in and like some places have like employees and you have to like tie them up oh yeah, yeah yeah I'm it's sure like the, it would be like the Grand Theft Auto sort of of this sort of thing. Yeah, there's right. got to be. I mean, there's got to. I mean, Grand Theft Auto. They're on like Grand Theft Auto like 18 by now. There's mm-hmm. got to be an element where you can get out of your car and, and loot stuff. There must be. I mean, I've God. never played, I've never played that I've, game. I, looting looks so fun. I'm sure it is fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's really fun. It is. I know it's like it usually doesn't coincide with like a, a, a happy time in in like history or uh, in, in in like a city or something. But like, damn, it looks fun. Yeah. Damn, it feels good to be a loot. <laughs> no, they're, they're looking, I mean, dude, getting free shit. Yeah. It's amazing. But and then, also just like, yeah, ransacking. Ransacking looks fun. Well, you know what's really fun is probably the one guy who broke the window. Yeah. Like to break, to be the window breaker guy and mm-hmm. just be the first oh, one man, in there. Yeah, you're like the king. I bet it's exactly. Yeah. yeah. That guy loot. just fucks the window. Yeah. <laughs> Looters talking about their a podcast where they talk. It's like a music podcast, but you have looters on. They they talk about like what go, went into their loot. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, they're talking about yeah, they're talking about looters, like annoying artists talking about other yeah. art. It's just like I saw the glass and like breaking it. It was like breaking through to like you know like a like a repressed memory, and it just like unlocked this whole urge I had to just go in and take everything without paying for it. So good, and yeah, then run like, it, and then run into my buddy's car. Like, I blacked out. I don't even remember breaking the window. You know, it just kind of happened. Every, yeah, it was like everything was moving so fast and it was so chaotic. It just like something it was like I channeled something through God and just like <laughs> took over me to just like walk out with all these like these uh, these these no fear T-shirts. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, from, man. The, from the yeah. I mean, God, I, you know, I don't sketches. I don't have many. I don't have too many regrets. But like man, when I was really into those no fear shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, those things were brutal. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I, I just, but I wish I had all my stuff because I had so many cool like Zeppelin posters and T-shirts and yeah. all kinds of like great. I could fucking clean up on eBay right now, right now with all my Grateful Dead T-shirts oh, from the time. from the early '90s and some of those you, uh, posters. Did you have a No Fear sticker on your uh, Geo Prism? Uh no, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't have any stickers on that. <laughs> yeah, what was your what was your first car? I mean, um. The first car that was actually mine, mm-hmm. like not like my parents' car, was um, it was my dream car. I wanted a, a Volkswagen Beetle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. And yeah, you're was, a Beetle guy. Yeah, I'm a Beetle guy. And I got a 1972 uh, orange Super Beetle, and it was awesome. It was named Siegfried. Wow. Not by me. Not by me. By his previous owner, who had actually gone. He had, he had 
flown to Germany in 1972, bought the car, and brought it back himself. Whoa. And it's interesting that, yeah, you like the Beetle car and you like the Beatles. Do you like the, the insect? No, the, no. You can only like two, uh, two out of two three. Two out of three. That's where, it's, that's where it stops for you? Yeah. Um, that's too much. Yeah. So, that, yeah, that was a great time. And, you know, that's unfortunately gotten on uh, an accident. And, uh, you know, you Siegfried t- had to go. You totaled it? You got to get another one, Roy. I, well, I did. I actually did. Then I got a 1964 in Panama Beige, um, and I had that one for a while, and I did name it Roy as a out of respect. Ah, good name. Yeah, great tiger um, uh, magician. Yeah, and actually, you know, <laughs> yeah. speaking of them, uh, there was this, this special on 2020 last night about uh, about them and about the whole attack when one of them got attacked. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, and, um, but he didn't die of tiger attack, did he? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't die, but he like almost died. And and but it's a whole conspiracy because they're saying that it wasn't the tiger's fault and the tiger didn't actually attack him. Huh. It was like trying to save him or something, but their but their trainer was on the side of the stage and he was like saying that he attacked him. Well, you know, it's like the line between these animals like like Harambe <laughs> saving right? and attacking yeah. is very blurred. Yeah, 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 it is. Cause like a Wait, tiger, did they, and did they give that tiger the Harambe treatment, or is it? What did they? Was it still? Did they have to kill him, or is he still alive? I think I think the tiger is around still. Ah. Um, they gave it to Joe Exotic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, but that, that that is the thing because it's like yeah, that that like a kid falls in a thing in a tank, and like the tiger comes in while it saves the 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 child, it also rips its throat out. Yeah. So it's like right. the, it's like oh he's getting him to safety, but it's just like no, just he's, he's throwing him. Yeah, just gone. Yeah, remember God? Remember when that was like the big story? Because when did that happen? Like nineteen ninety eight or something? Mm-hmm. When that was like the big story of the year? Just oh. one story. Uh, Roy or Siegfried got mauled by the tiger. Yeah, nine. Because <laughs> we were talking about the nineties rumor mill uh, a little earlier. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we can get into that if you want. It was the greatest. Like '90s five, like before you could look something up, mm-hmm. you could just make up whatever you wanted. Yeah, like Dave Matthews had AIDS throughout the entire '90s right. until Google was. Invented. I remember. Yeah, our parents, like friends, came over with their son, and we, I, I had the Dave Matthews album. He's like, man, yeah. I was. He's like, man, the guy's got a lot on his mind. I was like, yeah. Why? Well, he's like, well, he's you know, he's HIV positive. And I was like, so, so oh, weird. and for some reason it like made perfect sense to me. I was just like, oh yeah, I guess, I guess he's, I mean, I he, thought oh, I, I, I fell for it hook, line and sinker. I was like, oh, oh man, what a bummer. Cause it was the nineties and everybody had, but it was, so it was like only because he was like skinny and wore like loose fitting, like pajama clothes that kind of like, <laughs> he was always sweating. He, yeah. He, it was, I bet it was like, yeah, sweating. He does look like he could have had it. Maybe he did have it. Yeah, he might have. Yeah. I mean, he just got the Magic Johnson medicine. Well, I guess, yeah, Dave Matthews would have access to those same treatments with that that level of money. Well, no, I don't know if he has, like, the same. Dave Matthews was pretty big. I mean, he was, was, I mean, you know, Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson. Dave Matthews was pretty big. Pretty big there for a second. Popular. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, no, he could have had it. And then Jenny McCarthy, that was the bit, other AIDS room. Right. And it was like, wait, what? Right. It's like, she was like beautiful on Singled Out. 
And I forget where it came from, but it was just like, well, she still looks good. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when I Googled, we were talking about that I Googled Jenny McCarthy AIDS, everything that came up was she was upset with Charlie Sheen because she had some kissing scenes with him on uh, Two and a Half Men, and it was when he knew he had AIDS but wasn't telling anybody. Oh, God. That's she. That's pretty, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty par for the course for Sheen. But, like, also, I don't know if you can get... And then, and then I was, like, looking at things on Twitter, and people were like, you can't get AIDS from kissing. So it's like, you, it's like you can't... You're, like, canceling a canceler, it's just... Uh. Dude, look at the message board I just found from 1996. Yeah. Does Dave have AIDS? I have recently heard some rumors that Dave Matthews has AIDS. Does anyone know if this is true? Valerie. I don't know if he has AIDS or not, but a guy from England told me that he's definitely gay. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. This was, this was a fucking thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dave Matthews has AIDS. I'll sell you the Brooklyn Bridge for a dollar. Uh, dude, these, I didn't know ni- they had message boards in 96. Wow. That, oh, there's only four posts. <laughs> like, holy shit. Okay, I mean, I mean, that was like full blown. That was like a full blown rumor. <laughs> I, I guess so. Yeah. Holy. I, sorry, shit. I didn't really remember that one, but you guys, you guys remember that one. Come yeah, on, come well, on, people. people. If Dave definitely had AIDS. Don't you think it'd get a little? It'd get at least a little Dave, press. If you think or? Dave had AIDS, uh, and, he, and he's covering it up, right, right below in the comments. Mm. Well, they call they call them AIDS Matt in high school. Kids call them AIDS Matthews. Oh, that's why. This one dude, Teresa Keck, uh, she had no interest in the in the uh, the AIDS thread. She's just like, well, if anyone is going to the Austin show and you want to have a pre show or post show get together, email me or work something out. Hanny, Hanny, come and dance with me. Yeah, she was li- just like, I don't care whether he has AIDS or not. Who's going to the show? Right, linking wow. up with people on the message boards. A ninety-six message board. That's fucking insane, dude. The internet is deep, deep, deep. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Those are good old days. Wow. So now there's a new thing. Does Dave Matthews has have Aspergers? Oh. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, that oh. I, I would believe. Oh no, this that's the, that's the forty-nine year old David Matthews. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a totally some random dude. some random actor. Yeah, because Dave Matthews from Dave Matthews Band is not does not go by David. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the David Matthews Band. What were other '90s rumors? I feel like those are the only two I can um, think of. I, there was a couple about Marilyn Manson that I I remember. Oh, right. that he was Paul from the Wonder Years. <laughs> oh, that was that, a that great was one, one of them. That was one of them. Do you remember the other one? Uh, no, uh, oh, that he took his ribs out and sucked his own dick. Yes. Yeah. Right. That was which he. I mean, that's he probably did that though. Mm-hmm. But the Paul he from the have. the Paul from the Wonder Years one. I when you first heard it, you were like maybe. But then I was like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a second, wait a second. The, the Wonder Years was on in the early '90s, and Paul was like 14, mm. and now he's this like 35 year old goth, goth freak. Yeah. I don't, I mean, you, you know, anything was possible. Well, I mean, he I was can't. wearing a lot of makeup, but like, it just seemed when you, it was fun to like be like, well, oh yeah, maybe. Could but you then, imagine if QAnon was around back then? I mean, <laughs> they might have though. Yeah. We just didn't know. That was oh yesterday. Was the day that JFK Jr. was supposed to come out as Trump's new running mate? It was supposed to happen at the Denver rally, but the Denver rally was, or the the Dallas rally, but the Dallas rally was, and like it's so, it's like. They picked Dallas. JFK Jr. picks Dallas as the place Ooh. where he comes out as uh, Pence's to replace Pence as, as Trump's running mate. How many like how many of these things need to not happen <laughs> before well, conspiracy nuts just give up? QAnon took a big hit yesterday because that was their big 
that, that JFK Jr. was going to be Trump's running mate was, right. the, was their big, that was one of their big ticket items. Yeah. Pizza, was, Pizzagate was a big one, and that didn't fly, yeah. even though they're still, they're still pushing um, those theories. Well, they'd probably was, just be like, oh, we just got the wrong pizza parlor. Oh, they, so, no, well, they switched to, they said it's, whatever, was that yesterday, October 14th? They said, well, no, now it's November 14th. So it's like, yeah, but that's after the election that JFK Jr. is going to come out and... It's all very. But why didn't why also why didn't like the the guy that owns the pizza place be like what are you talking about you can go go get my cell I ain't got no bodies in it there's no kids in it come on come on in well yeah was it was it actually proven they said that the place didn't have a basement or something yeah I mean it's total bullshit but also the same thing with um, yeah (laughs) (laughs) Q anon Q anon yeah actually it seems like uh, Pee Wee went to a Q anon psychic (laughs) to uh, to to find out where his bike was. That, um, um, what's the other one? It's like the people that thought the world was going to end in 2012. Right. And just that, yeah, that backfired. Yeah. And it's the same, oh, yeah. it's the same thing with flat earthers and it's okay if you're a flat earther, there's a flat earther documentary on Netflix. Is it cool? I mean, it's just fun and interesting and right. it's, I don't, if someone thinks the earth is flat, it literally doesn't change anything if it's flat. Right. It, like we're doing the pot, if the world is flat, it doesn't change how we're doing this podcast, mm-hmm. how I cook dinner, how yeah. I, how I. You know, watch movies, how I walk mm-hmm. my dog, how I fly to New York or wherever I'm going. Like, mm-hmm. it literally doesn't, not, like, what does it matter if right. it's flat or round? But I think it's round because of all the, I mean, there's a lot of proof. Uh-huh. I feel really bad for these flat earth people <laughs> because, like, they're so into it. Mm-hmm. And I think they're just going to get, like, steamrolled one day if, like, they go up to space and they're just like, Shit, because they're so into it. It's like they're. It's like everything to them. Yeah, that like it's. So I th- feel the way about QAnon, where I don't really feel as bad for QAnon as I do for Flat Earthers, because I think QAnon are fucking psychos. Mm-hmm. But like, guys, I, what are you gonna do when this all is just a bunch of fucking bullshit? You're yeah, just insane. But but like the the at that town hall, she was like, and can you talk about QAnon? And Trump was like, I don't know them. I know that, and, and like he was like defending them. He's like. They fight pedophilia very hard. And it's yeah. like, well, yeah, well, no shit. One of their psychotic followers went to a pizza place with a machine gun. That's yeah, like, right. Yeah, you didn't, you missed that story. <laughs> that, no, but it's also like, they're not fighting pedophilia. They're, they're, they're fighting like innocent pizza owners with like, right. with, they're arming like mentally ill people with these, these psychotic theories. Like the th- like, they're j- fighting sanity. See, and it's the th- that's why the JFK conspiracy is so like it makes so much sense because it's there's nothing like that outrageous that I've ever heard. I'm like, wow, that's a pretty fucking good point. All these other ones, I'm just like, all right. I mean, like, all right, dude. Like, what? They're all so insane. I can't. I just think I that it's like gun, such a sad life. Yeah, but heard. I can't. That Fusco guy that's supposed to be JFK Jr. I still can't gun to head tell you that it isn't. <laughs> He, well, JFK he, Jr. died. I don't know. There's something in his like expression. <laughs> the guy doesn't look real. He looks like he's got like weird facial prosthetics on. Like there's something. He he's looks just, like a. He looks like looking. a. Yeah, like a. Co- it looks like a costume that like a like Kamal in uh, in Pelican Brief would like wear. Ha, have, have the Kennedys come out? <laughs> then like <laughs> yeah, we have his ashes on our mantle. If you want to come over and fucking test yeah. them for whatever, uh, I don't know. Yeah. When, when JFK Jr. died in '99, so how old is he? Like 40. So that was well, a long time ago. I'm sorry. They they said they recovered his remains, but like I find it hard <laughs> to believe that they tracked him down in the middle of like the Atlantic, and they were able to go. Like, did they have that submarine from Titanic? How did they <laughs> fucking find that thing? 
And he's still, I don't know. Yeah, there's still a big question mark. <laughs> that was from there's still a big small. question mark uh, on, in front of that whole thing for me. Uh, the, the thing that I'm bumping up against is, uh, and okay, so I guess him and Trump are like, we're pals. Yeah, it all checks. <laughs> I just think that if he, like, let's see how old he was when he died. Because, um, I mean, he'd be, he, he would look, he'd just be older now. I mean, he'd be kind of old. Someone brought up a great point that if JFK Jr. was still alive, he'd be really annoying on Twitter. I bet he would be. Yeah. I mean, Obama's kind of annoying on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, oh, and so is kind of Michelle Obama because that, that new CNN show, First Ladies. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't dislike Michelle Obama, but I get why, why conservatives don't like her. Yeah. I, totally, I just do. Right. Um, There's just like a... All right, cool, first lady. Yeah, <laughs> she's know? a little cool. I like my first ladies like I'm more like Nancy Reagan. <laughs> well, now that she's on the CNN one, I mean, right. she's like revered. Yeah. Um, there's like a little something a little bit more like classic about her. Oh, but then she was getting some shit for her. You know, she started one of the first uh, main anti-drug campaigns, mm-hmm. but it, it, was a, yeah. it was a little surface level with just say no. Yeah, like, there's a little bit more was, goes into that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like well, I don't know. It's a little more nuanced than that, Nancy. <laughs> just say no. Well, no. I mean, then you can just, just you say you, you can just say no until like your two friends that took Molly an hour ago and they're having like a great. Time. Well, and then I was the commercials. Like, oh, okay. the, the commercials made it look like drugs were like so rampant. I when I was in high school, I was like, man, where are these kids pressuring me into drugs? I'm looking for a bag of fucking weed right now. <laughs> They made it look like it was just going to be like it was going to be like the parking lot at a dead show, and <laughs> yeah, like kids were, kids were actually going to be like bullying you into like into getting drugs. And I was just like, man, I could kind of use. I was like, I'm, I want to go to the football game tonight. I could kind of <laughs> use one of those kids from the commercial. Right yeah, now. really. And also, and I love how uh, the the cracked egg was your brain on drugs. It's like, yo, have you ever had an egg? It's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had like like really good eggs when you're on drugs? So you mean you mean to tell me my brain on drugs is going to be like this continental breakfast? Yeah, <laughs> and then and then I love delicious. the one where the the dad comes in and he finds like the entire shoebox with like PCP shrooms yeah. heroin, yeah. and he's like, "I learned it from watching you, Dad." Yeah, that dad was getting Dude, was getting he bent. was getting yeah. fucking <laughs> lit, just like. Just like PCP, like other multiple <laughs> bags of different varieties of drugs. I know. I'd love to see what that dad was doing. Like, yeah, or the dad just comes in. He's just like, all right. I just picture that dad in like just, just he was downstairs at one point and he's like Colin Farrell in that scene from True Detective season two. Oh, yeah. Where he's just on a fucking rampage. He's playing that like punk rock song mm-hmm. and the kid just walks in. He just yeah. like sees it. Oh man, so fucked up. <laughs> that was fucking. Yeah, that rock. dad was getting lit. And wasn't there also a, a saying on a drugs commercial where they're like somebody's in the bathroom and they're like walking past the stalls and then they get to a stall and the door opens. It's just a guy in there. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that one of them? It might have been. I thought like a guy in like a work clothes at the office, like doing coke in the stall. Right. And then the and I then the one the one where the kids like it's pot, you know, marijuana. It's like. What are you, chicken? I'm not a chicken. You're a turkey. It's like now, what, the way marijuana is now, it's like yeah. that one doesn't hold up. No. <laughs> well, now, now, now parents like give their kids weed to like help them focus on schoolwork. <laughs> and, your, and your dog. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was, it was different back then. You had like Johnny Lawrence, you know, rolling joints in the stall. Like, mm-hmm. that, that was a bad guy. Yeah, in a skeleton costume. Actually, the scariest, uh, the scariest um, depiction of drugs in a TV show was when Jesse from Saved by the Bell was doing them. Oh yeah, she was on uh, 
caffeine pills. (laughs) And she was like, she was off her fucking rocker. Mm. She was going crazy. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's all just different propaganda because even if you go back and watch um, that first, was that first PSYOP, that uh, uh, high, it was like a, from like the 50s. um, Reefer Madness? Reefer Reefer Madness. It was like you were just like listening to like jazz and like (laughs) somebody rolled up a, 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 a joint and you took like one hit and just like, Bolted for the window and jumped out. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Uh, they had it. They really had it all wrong. Yeah, but it goes to show like that's America. It's so like red mostly, and mm-hmm. anything that like it's like with the Abby Hoffman's like anything that like alters it, they're like so scared of it. Yeah. Well, what what these things all should have been were were like uh, PSAs for bath salts. Yeah. Because that's literally everything that people are is depicting in all these PSAs and all this propaganda mm. is literally. We then we finally saw this behavior with bath salts. <laughs> yeah. That's and, what yeah. we need PSAs for. Because everyone talks about the zombie apocalypse, which I'm like, what are you talking about? It's the bath salt. Apocalypse. It's the bath salts. Yeah, that's yeah. totally what it is. Bath salt, and then Tide Pods for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the Tide Pods. Yeah, right. it's literally not drugs. It's stuff that's like in your home. Yeah, that you would have total complete access to. Mm-hmm. I'm so sick of hearing like, "What's your plan for the zombie apocalypse?" Like, what do you? What I don't know. Yeah, what? That's not happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna lock my door. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. I mean, there's yeah. It's usually when we get to bath salts on the podcast, it's, it's kind of time to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess sometimes we covered a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. I mean, how much time we got left? We got about two minutes. Two minutes. Uh, whatever. Are we taking any calls? <laughs> That's right, folks. It's the Camp Kid Boy Shout Out Hour. Wait, Amin, are you a Kiss fan? Uh, sure. You don't strike me as a Kiss fan. I mean, I'm not not a Kiss fan. You're not in the Kiss Army. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm in the Army, but um, I respect their um, dedication. And uh, you have to kind of. I mean, they go, they go, they went for it. Yeah, I love Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I'm, I'm going to give some Instagram shoutouts. Yeah. yeah. No, you uh, want? Hey, shout out to uh, John uh, Reles. Reles. And hey, shout out. Shout out. Um, hey, shout out. shout out to uh, Bronger. He's a really funny comedian. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Um, hey, shout out uh, So Califax. Shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out Eric Renaud. Shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out C minus fan four. Shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out uh, a new follower, Tiff Novak. Shout out. I always love the new followers that go on like a fucking liking spree. Like I'll open my phone. It's like a hundred new Likes and I'm yeah. like, oh wow, that post just well. earned your it's, Instagram it's the same, shout out. It's one of the same person. Right. So she went down a rabbit hole. So shout out, shout out. Thanks for following the page. Uh, hey, shout out Jarvis the Wizard. Shout out, shout out. Whoa. <laughs> hey, shout out Mad Scientist. Shout out, shout out. Um, shout out. Hey, shout out Huevos Rancheros. Shout out. Hey, shout out to Huevos Rancheros. The the food, the actual food. It, it is really yeah. good. Hey, shout out another new follower, Jeff Harkins. Shout out. Shout out. Shout uh, out. And then shout out, uh, damn it, Brent. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Wait, hey, Amin. Uh, thanks for supporting the page, guys. Yeah, thanks for the Hey, I mean, I was, uh, so you, I, you're a big Beatles fan. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a big Beatles guy, but what's another, fa- what's another band that you really like, like really look up to? Uh, you- I, lo- I truly love the Beach Boys a hell of a lot. 
All right. See, I was, I was Trump. I was thinking one of my one of my things is that one of the things that I I just I I do respect the Beatles and I, I do think they are incredibly talented. But for me, like when you, I feel like when like like a Beatles fan walks down the street and they maybe see a guy with a Beatles T-shirt, it's usually like a oh cool the guy likes the Beatles. Versus when you walk down the street and you see a guy in like a Steely Dan T-shirt or a Grateful Dead T-shirt, it's like. This fucking guy gets it. Like well, you want to, like, I see a, you want to talk to that person more. So when I see the when I see someone in a Beatles T-shirt, I'm just like, look at the fucking dork. <laughs> there's no cool. I mean, there's nothing cool about wearing a Beatles T-shirt because the Beatles weren't around when there was band merch, so <laughs> right, none right. of it has the. They the, invented band merch. Oh, did they? Pretty much. I mean, their manager did. Hmm. Huh. But but not, but it's not. It wasn't like you know it is today where. You see any old schmo walking down the street with a shirt. You don't see a lot of Beatles shirts, though. They, I always um, feel I, like you got them at like a, one of those like uh, those kiosks in the mall. That like those <laughs> shitty band t- t-shirt <laughs> right, merch right, right, right. prices. But that yeah, was the. I, mean, like, I, I have a couple. I have a couple. But like, what's um, the what's a band where if you saw a guy wearing the shirt, you'd be like, you'd like want to go talk to him. It'd be like you'd get really like excited or like, oh, this guy gets it. King Crimson. Like King <laughs> Crimson's one of those. Like holy shit! Like you would want to be like, dude, right on. Yeah. Did you see him last year? Yeah. Honestly, but that's the thing, though. It's like I see someone wearing a shirt of like something obscure, like that I like or whatever. They're probably something wrong with that person. Or they're trying too hard. Maybe they're trying too hard. Sometimes they're trying too hard. Yeah. Or I don't really want to talk to them, probably, even though we like the same thing. Right. But like if I saw a guy, oh. if I saw a guy in like a hermit's hermit's t-shirt, I'd be like, oh whoa. yeah, I was. This guy, oh man, wow, go. no, I gotta talk. He's to into him. something good. Yeah, <laughs> he knows where he knows where dog faces, dog faces are buried. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I was hiking up at Lake Hollywood and I saw a guy with a Steely Dan shirt from the Hollywood Bowl, and I was like, oh nice man, I was at that show. Mm. Yeah, he was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> Well, no, like yeah, that's, that's the it. thing. I, I probably wouldn't chat somebody up. I would, I, but I would be like, right on, dude. Yeah, right. I, you give them a, a head nod. Yeah, it, but it's always, it's always like Steely Dan or like Fish or the Grateful Dead or like mm-hmm. King, King Crimson or if someone had like an Emerson Lake and Palmer shirt, to be like, oh, Ooh. nice man. Yeah, cool. Guy lives in his mom's basement. <laughs> There's, um, I was, uh, I was working at a bar in Arizona, and there was an old piano in the in there. And dude just sat down and started playing uh, Pat Metheny phase dance. Wow, Jesus. Yeah. I was oh, like, wow. nice, dude. Oh, my no, God. No fucking chopsticks for this guy. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> it's so Wait, good. I'm sorry. Where was that? At uh, Old Timers when I was in Arizona. Oh, man. And that piano doesn't sound that great, does oh, it's it? Like an old, it's like an old ragtime-y kind of out-of-tune piano. But, I mean, he just... Like, like, dun, 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 dun. That's like send a drink. Yeah. I was like, yes, dude. Yeah. He's like, you know that? I was like, no. I just said yes. Like, of course I fucking know that. Yeah, right. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then and it coincided with going to get travels, and it was when we got, oh, yeah. we sort of got back into Pat Metheny. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that was always like my thing with the Beatles. It's like, it, it, as great as they are, it feels like there's, it's not that they're not special, but those niche bands are just, there's something more special about those, like, more yeah. niche bands. Well, um, yeah, I mean, if you're, tra- I mean, yeah, it's, more obscure that I mean there's more Beatles fans out there and it's something I've come to realize just because someone likes the same thing as you doesn't mean they're 
a good person or someone that you'd even want to talk to. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's true. Yeah. So, yeah, that's you know? a, yeah, exactly. I usually find I get a, I'll at least have a little something in common. If someone's got like a Jaco Pastorius t-shirt or something like that. That's pretty cool. I kind of like where they're coming. Well, from. sometimes when I'm on a date and we have like too much in common, it starts to feel like kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is weird. So like yeah, we're, we're just gonna do the same shit if we start dating. Yeah, <laughs> like let's have like a few differences. Yeah, so, um, yeah. this is dating one hundred and one right there. I wanted to get into. I have a whole theory about that. Uh, the British accent, people from London, that talking with a British accent is a choice and not a actual um, accent. Hmm. But maybe we can get into that next week. Unless wow, yeah, interesting. I like, don't they're buy just, it. like they're not making the effort to speak. I, to I don't buy it. I, I think it's a bunch of bullshit. I think uh, I think it's a choice. I don't think that anybody needs to talk like this. <laughs> I don't think anybody needs to talk like this. I think you can make a very strong decision if you want to talk like this or not. There's got to be a way because we all have tongues. <laughs> like our mouths are all the same. I get for I get other languages. That's different. But yeah. like, hmm. Yeah, right, right, right. You could probably yeah. fix that. Well, like, I mean, think about British actors. They go to voice, that they like go to a dialect coach and they lose it. Yeah. If they need like a New York accent. I don't think that, I, don't, I just don't. Uh, and like, the, the, actually, the, <laughs> I just don't think it's how you talk. I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah, like how, you say bruv. How hard is bro to say? Yeah. No, of course we're with the COVID-19 virus coming in. <laughs> and we're going to be very careful with social distancing. <laughs> You're telling me you can't oh. control that? <laughs> you can't control no. that. No. That uh, was a great radio voice. No. Well, uh, <laughs> when we were recording the album, it was like very interesting, you know. So when we came in, we made the songs out. You can't control that? Bullshit. What, what about like Boston and New York accents? Uh, I mean, the, you, you can. Yeah, I think you can control that, but I, it's it's never as bad as the I. Because like some way, like in London, they're very deliberately <laughs> deciding that they want to make sure you know that they're from fucking London, mate. <laughs> we're never gonna be able to go to a pub in London. <laughs> That's that, forget about it. Careful. Are those those blokes from Comp Good Boy? Yeah, that was my accent. Now you fuck. Now you guys say like this. He go go pull a pint for this lad. He's on. Camp Good Boy. Dude, fucking Camp Good Boy. This guy's sick. Wait, but you, I mean, you're from Boston. Did you ever have a Boston accent and you lost it? I mean, you know, I don't think so. So you never even had, you never had one? No, but I've been told there's certain words that I say, you know, that I didn't realize have a little bit of a tinge. But it's, maybe it's like more of an East Coast thing. Does the Boston accent in movies bother you? Because, like, you asked about Sasha Baron Cohen's. Are you kind of like, uh, no one gets it right? Yeah, it's usually it's usually exaggerated, or it's like a Kennedy sort of one, which was <laughs> which was its own thing. My that's brother, not even like that, that's like not even that. That's not like a real. A Boston accent. That, no, like, they put most... that's a they've like their dad like worked with them on how to talk. <laughs> it's, it's like really weird because it's like yeah, it's got a little like. I don't know. It's like King's English kind of like... I it kind know. of is. Yeah, John. Yeah. Hey, John. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, there's, like, I, I did... I did there's a term for this. And I, if I find it again, I'll, I'll like send it to you. But there... It was this like 
specific way of talking that's like died out. It's like the it, dying out. It like coaching them to sound like they're like ro- royal. They're kind, kind of, of ro- yeah, a little bit. They're kind yeah. of they, yeah, a little bit. They sound like robots to, in, in my opinion. And then yeah. when an actor tries to do it, they sound just like an idiot. <laughs> Nobody gets it right. Especially I was Kevin Costner. Yeah, it turns into a bad. I mean, I love Kevin Costner, but that movie Thirteen Days is uh, it really is like a, just a, a machete in my ear. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> for all our British listeners out there, I don't buy it. Be better. Yeah, be better. <laughs> be better. Talk better. Oh man! Like th- like the way I talk, I can't not talk like this because this is how a human being talks. Yeah. Well, think about it, and you can you can do a British accent. I could do a fucking do the so, fucking accent, mate. And they could, yeah, you know, yeah. And, yeah. And, and when they aren't doing a fucking accent, they got to take their fucking accent off, you know, mate? <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's get you the new guy, Richie. Movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thank you, Turkish. I'm sweet enough. I'm kind of over his his yeah. movies. I got I went I went back and watched Snatch and um No, and well those are good, but like the new shit's stupid. Yeah, I mean, well, people liked that gentleman. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's something there that I don't know. I don't know. What do you I, no, I don't know either. <laughs> no. Not funky Turkish. Well, uh, yeah. another another good camp session. Yeah, thanks. For, I, I like I like when you come on a meme. Thanks. Yeah, I know this has been a. Uh... This is fun. I, I think we uh, I think we nailed some uh, some good topics here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Too. I would say this this was like a chill. This is chill. You know, we didn't really have like a goal. It was just like whatever. We're just chilling. Yeah, dude. That's I mean that's basically the that, uh, that's camp. the worst was when um and like I'm sure if you anybody ever is like oh wow it means on a podcast so I'd really like to hear about like. You know, the bands and, like, stuff from when he was playing with Badfinger and stuff. And it's like, wait a second, what the fuck? Because we have, like, our own, you know, community. But when, when like, Kite from the Voids would come on and, like, then we'd be in their, their subreddit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, it, like, this isn't fucking uh, World Cafe with Talia Schlanger, you stupid fuck. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we interrupted him once and they wanted to, I th- they were, like, stalking me outside my house. Yeah. Uh, it was fucking terrifying. Yeah. But no, I remember I, I read somewhere they were talking somewhere about if like if you want to start a podcast, like have something to talk about. And like the the headline was like, "This isn't the '90s. Like talking about nothing isn't in anymore. Like it was." I was like, nah, uh, "Tough it's, shit." It's because pretty that's, in. Yeah. <laughs> like, At least all the every podcast every podcast that I listen to has no direction. Yeah, I, I, that's yeah exactly. Yeah. It's all about the vibe, man. It's the attitude. No bro. direction, huh? Yeah. <laughs> These are new direction podcasts, man. All my podcasts are no direction podcasts. <laughs> Doing the Bob Dylan accent never gets old. Even if it just sounds stupid, it's always fun to do. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had a podcast with any direction. Regularly, Judas Priest had a podcast. <laughs> what are you uh, talking about? <laughs> oh my son, I don't need to go on a podcast. My whole everywhere on my albums is a podcast. Like a Rolling Stone, that's a podcast. Uh, Just because it didn't have music doesn't mean it's not a podcast. Bob Dylan should have a podcast. <laughs> oh, he did have a great radio oh, show. Right. You're, yeah, you yeah. serious? Ameri- yeah, it was awesome. Right. It was really great. <laughs> right. It's like on again, isn't it? Or something. Hi. Uh, yeah. Is it on? I mean, his voice is just done. Yeah. 
Good morning, camp. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Camp Good Boy Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Dylan. <laughs> That'd be great. We should try to get him on. I would see, yeah. See if you can get him on because you never know. He does unexpected things. You know, he was <laughs> he actually. Does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He. I feel like he was, when going back to uh, annoying artists Hi. talking about art, I feel like he was more like annoying back then. Now he's not so bad. Like in, no. in No Direction Home, it's more just like, I mean, that movie's great. Mm-hmm. I feel like back in the day, if you like, yeah, you asked him a question about like, he's like, oh, I'm going to sound like the protest. Yeah. Song. It's like, oh, he was a huge dick. <laughs> right. Yeah. But now, yeah, now, right, when, Bob. now when you see him, it's not, it's not so, it's like more, in, yeah, it's not so bad. He's not yeah. so annoying. Out in At least he's age, not I'm British. Sure. Imagine the Bob Dylan voice with the also British. Uh, oh my God. God, I could even do that. That's All my songs at protest. But you I have to have the head. If anyone out there can do a uh, Bob Dylan accent in British, <laughs> take a video. Take a video. Send it to us. Yeah, uh, you'll be the featured camper. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was for you, Anthony Palcino. <laughs> if anybody can nail that, it's it's Anthony Palcino. Bob Dylan doing a British accent. Yeah. Well, he did. Yeah, and it's fucking it's hard. hard, dude. Wow. Yeah. What are you doing, bro? It's hard. <laughs> Oh, wow, you know what I'm saying? You gotta hit it there. On me non, on me non's grave. <laughs> I swear on me non's grave. Oh, no, that was like Peter Noonan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Peter Noonan has a fucking show on Sirius on I Saturdays. Swear on me non's grave. I, th- oh, yeah. I thought Kennedy accents were annoying. Peter Noonan. <laughs> I mean, God bless yeah. him. His, his radio show on Sirius is excruciating. Yeah, yeah, I was talking. never a big Peter oh, Noonan fan. Well, that song "Something's Good" is one—I think—one of the best songs ever made. Mm-hmm. That, is that the one in Naked Gun? <laughs> yeah, it's a great song. It's so good. Great I used song, to, great song. I used to love it as a kid. Um, all right, we, we all right. covered a lot. This is the hottest last two minutes we've ever had. <laughs> all right. All right, buddy. All right. Hopefully, we'll get to see you soon. Yeah, have fun at that uh, MAGA rally you're going to, aka the Beach Boys concert. <laughs> Wait, and if you, if you, if you, uh, the people, MAGA boys, LA listeners, if you, uh, if you want to get out of the house and go see some good live music, go get a COVID test. <laughs> yeah, I want to get a, I want to get a Beach Boys hat. It's a red hat in the Make America Great Again font, the Beach Boys. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. All right. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I'm, you know, at, while we were doing this, I scheduled a COVID test for tomorrow. Yeah, oh, there nice. you go. I, they'll, that, I mean, Hi, baby. see, I went, it'll be interesting. They should be there during the week. I went up yesterday and got one because mm-hmm. I was like, right, well, uh, maybe it's a weekend thing. Yeah, but it's but still go up there. I mean, again, like I said, it's just a fun errand. I know. Yeah, it's the best. Go swab your mouth. Listen to some tunes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bro. All right. Thanks for coming on the show. Very. Right, well, All right, buddy. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Stay safe, everyone.